Welcome back to episode 7 of Let's Talk TV Shows, Movies, and Tech. Alright, I'll just get right down to um, what what movies are opening this week in case if you're wanting to see a new movie this week. Or maybe you um, want to see a movie that you that had already came out. Well, I'm your, I'm your guy to tell you what movies are coming out each week in case you don't know. I'll let you know. So, the movies that are coming out this week is Serenity, The Kid Who Would Be King, Stan and Ollie, Rust Creek, uh, King of Thieves, The Invisibles, those are your top five movies. Yeah, those top five movies that are. Wait. Sorry, top six movies coming out this week. Uh, the The Kid Who Would Be King looks really good. Uh, the critics love it. Uh, it has an 85%. So in case if you like the things, the only movie that the critics do not like that are, that is coming out is King of Thieves. Uh, there's no score for Serenity yet. But I heard, I saw in a video that Serenity, uh, King of Thieves, a uh, few movies were were going to be box office flops. And I don't think so. Because it's like some of these movies that had or that have come out so far, like the two movies in the top box office are Glass and The Upside. Two movies that the critics hate, but the audience loves. So, just take that into consideration. And another movie, A Dog's Way Home. Critics hated it, but audience loved it. Like, the studios need to take note. And then you got, of course, the like Aquaman, Spider-Man, and Spider-Verse, and Dragon Ball uh, Super. Dragon Ball Super. Um... You got those three movies, which everyone there's a huge fan base, and everyone just loves it. And, but then you got the, like the a dog's way home, the upside in glass, three movies that the critics just hate, but the audiences they're they're giving them. Good, of course, there's gonna be some of those um, audience, uh, some of those audience members that do not like the movie they're, they're gonna they're gonna trash the movie and they're gonna say it's horrible and this director shouldn't have done this and the editing was horrible and some people they just want to watch a movie just to ex- uh just to watch it and to escape they don't they do not um critique go down on every single small detail that this movie missed or this movie did or this movie didn't do or all that the, all they want to do is entertain if the movie entertains the person or the audience member they loved it or if it or if it was really well done they will love it so I'm I have not uh, I have not seen Glass yet I will see it um pretty good I from all the trailers I have not seen it so I will give you a my two cents on it and just so you know when I review movies I go in watching it basically I turn my brain off I don't like try to uh, uh, 
uh, critique every single little thing. As long as how I review movies, I just I watch it and was I entertained? Okay. Uh, did the characters do good? Okay. Uh, was the editing good? Okay. And was the, did the director uh, get his uh, story out? Did he get his story? It's not like uh, some people also think like, have you ever seen a terrible movie? Yes, I have. I've seen, I've seen lots of terrible movies. Um, but I just don't. I don't like to say the terrible movie because, what if my terrible movie is someone else's favorite movie? That's one thing, because we all have our own different, unique taste in movies, and. And the fact that you come to, you go to someone to see, like, like there's certain there's certain movies I watch that I literally will watch a review of certain people just to see if they liked it, just to see because you liked it, but do they like it and see how if how well they do they liked it or not or whatever, like. No one's stopping you to go see a certain movie. Like even if it's uh, the critics hate it, no one's stopping you. Um, no, on most of all these critic um, movies on in the like opening the week and and you look and you look at the critics' score. Don't pay attention to that anymore. Seriously, I think a lot of people really don't put it. Really don't pay attention to it. So and they just um they just go to see the movie and then they pay attention to the audience score because the audience score is the one that matters and there's because the audience score gives a true thing because these some of these critics they are by the Wall Street Journal they're by the New York Times and they're CNN and, and yes um I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with them they're, that is their job. They critique the movies down to the finest ballpoint pin, and if it doesn't go to their liking, they trash the movie. They give it a small rating. Well, maybe well, some of these critics, I think, what they need to do when they're criticizing these movies is doing it in a different light. Don't compare it to anything else, because that's what a lot of critics were doing with Glass. Is they were comparing it. Uh, to the other two movies, and they were, uh, it was supposed kind of, uh, it was supposed, Glass was kind of, kind of like that comic book movie, and the critics saw that, and they realized, well, we're gonna judge it like every single comic book movie, don't do that, it wasn't supposed to be a comic book movie, it's supposed to be a thriller, judge it as a thriller, so, so, Glass, judge it as a throw the upside judge it as a comedy don't judge it based on the actors and all that judge it on the genre don't judge it on the directors and the actors don't judge it on them they're just playing a part judge it on the story and um uh and how well that story was executed judge it based on that and if the script was good and the writing and all that, judge it based on the story. Do not judge it on the actor because they're only doing their part. An actor can only go, can only go so far. 
but if you but the story's good but if the, the actual main portion because most critics they judge everything every aspect of the movie right down to the actors and like if an actor didn't act as well as they wanted to they will judge it and they will give a low score based on that because the actor did not go to their high expectations like the actors only acting based on the role that they were given so that's my, that's that's the thing um so if you want to see see in any of those six movies uh yeah because there's some a-list celebrities uh serenity Matthew mcconaughey and uh anne hathaway they're they're starring in that they're um together on screen from since their movie um interstellar so they're back together in the same movie so that's kind of cool it's kind of cool um, Stan and Stan and Ollie, uh, it's already out. Rush Creek is already out, but King of Thieves, The Invisible, The Kid Who Will Be King, and Serenity will most likely be out on Friday or Thursday midnight showing, whatever. Um, that will be the mostly most of the rest of the movies will be out on Friday. So by the time you get to the, go to the movies on Saturday or Sunday or something. That move, your the movie would be out. Um, yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? Oh, I can ask. I can tell you. Um, the Oscars. Uh, the Oscar nominees were announced. Um, so that was the big, the big deal. Um, so before I name off the nominations of that. Of the, each category in the Oscars, just so you know, so, uh, you uh, some people uh, kind of get mad at the Oscars because they don't uh, because their favorite movie did not win because uh, they think that they can't vote in the Oscars. Well, they uh, the Academy chooses the nominations, but they want the people to vote. For them, their movie, their favorite movie. That's how they get all these votes. Is they want you to vote. So, voting will open for the Oscars uh, February twelfth, twenty nineteen. Uh, uh, that's Tuesday, and it will end um, on the nineteenth of Tuesday. So you get a week. You get a week to vote. So vote on your favorite movie. And then the, the Oscars will be on the 24th. That's a Sunday. Okay? I would say, if um, when you hear the list of things and you hear, and you hear me say your favorite movie, uh, go on the Oscars website on the 12th or during that week. Vote for your favorite movie. I think you can vote multiple times. I'm not sure. But vote for your favorite movie so your favorite movie can win. That's all they they want. They want your input uh, to so they know uh, who uh, what movies should deserve that thing. And also, like if best picture, that's one thing that you should vote on no matter what. But best editing, take a look at those movies and look at them. And if you haven't seen any of those movies, see like the trailers of them or see at least some of them. Like, if, at least vote for some of them. Like, if you don't know some of these categories, really don't vote on them. Because, uh, leave, leave the, the categories 
of those movies that if you don't know the category or what it's about, leave it to the people that actually kind of do know, the, the audience members that do know, like, like obviously best actor, best actress or actor, your favorite actor or whatever, but don't go based on favorites, I don't like this, I don't like having them voting based on favoritism, I want them to vote based on their hard work and how well they executed their the, their role in that movie or how well that movie movie story was or how well the soundtrack how or how well the CGI was I wanted to I want the I want this year's uh, Oscar winners to truly deserve it to where you look at it and you like oh I haven't seen it but I will and you and you go and after you finish watching it you're gonna be like it deserved it or it was ripped off and of course you're if it was your favorite movie you're still gonna say it was ripped up it was rigged anyways because it was your favorite movie and it was your favorite movie and you always will say that with your favorite movie but take note that if a certain movie wins watch it and then uh, watch it for that one reason why it won and then look take note and be like okay it had wonderful the soundtrack was awesome and like okay it deserves the soundtrack nomination and it, the winning just take note on it i want i want each of these movies to truly win or these actors and actresses to truly win i don't want them to just to yeah, just to be handed to them if they truly deserve it they should have it yeah, i don't want this of well, this actor doesn't did, never got an Oscar. They they deserve an Oscar this year. So Academy make it happen. I'm like, no, no. What if they didn't deserve it? What if it wasn't good enough? What if they weren't good in that movie? As long as they were deserving, as long as they deserve their award, it should matter. That's all it should matter. It's just, as long as they deserve it. So here is um, the list of the nominated uh the nominees all right uh performance by an actor in a leading role the nominees are uh, christian bale in vice bradley cooper in the stars born uh william defoe in uh, eternity's gate remy macklet in bohemian rhapsody um vigo martinez in in green book um Performance by an actor in a supporting role. Uh, the nominees are Marshala Alla in Green Book, Adam Driver in The Black Clansman, Sam Elliott in A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, Sam Rockwell in Vice. Um, best uh, performance by an actress in a leading role. Uh, Y'all. Huntsy Apricon in Romeo Roma. It's that black and white movie on Netflix. Roma. Uh, Glenn Close in the wife. In uh, Glenn Close in the wife. Uh, Olivia Coleman in the favorite. Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born. Uh, Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Uh, performance by an actress in a supporting uh, role. Amy Adams in Vice, 
Marina Maria de Taver in Roma, Regina King in, in If Bell Street Could Talk, Emma Stone in The Favorite, Rachel Wise wins in The Favorite, um, Best Animated Feature of the Year is uh, Incredibles 2, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Achievement in Cinematography, Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, the A Star is Born, uh, Achievement in Costume Design, The Ballad of Buster Scrush, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, Mary Queen of Scots. Achievement of Achievement in Directing, uh, Black Consman, Cold War, The Favorite, Roma, and Vice, Best Documentary Feature, Free Solo, ha- Hell County This Morning, This This Evening, Minding the Gap, Of Fathers and Sons, RBG, Best Documentary Short Subject, Black Sheep, Endgame, Lifeboat, A Night a Night at the Garden, Period End of Science, Achievement in Film Editing, Black Consman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and Vice, Best, Best Foreign Language Film of the Year, uh, Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters, Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling, uh, Border, Mary Queen of Scots, Vice, Achieve, Achievement in Music, Written for Motion Pictures, Original Score, Black Panther, Black Clonsman, If Bale Street Could Talk, Isle of the Dogs, Mary Poppins Return, um, Achievement in Music, Written for Motion Picture, Original Song, All the Stars from, from Black Panther, I'll Fight from RBG, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow from A Star is Born, When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Best Motion Picture of the Year. This, uh, this is like the big one. Uh, Black Panther, Black Consman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book. Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Uh, Achievement in Production Design, Black Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, Roma. Best Animated Short Film, Animal Behavior, Bahal, B-A-O, I I guess, I don't know, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, and Weekends. Best Live Action Short Film, is Detainment, Fav, Margaret, Mother, and Skin, uh, Achievement in Sound Editing, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma, Achievement in Sound Mixing, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, A Star is Born, Achievement in Visual F- Effects, Avengers Infinity War, 
Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, A Star Wars, A Solo, Solo, A Star Wars Story, sorry, Adapted Screenplay, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by Klonsman, Can You Ever Forgive Me If Bell Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born, Original Screenplay, The Favorite, First Reformed Green Book Roma and Vice. Those are the nominees of for the Oscars. If any of those movies I just mentioned were your favorite or you've seen some of them and you really deserve think that they deserve that title they are in, vote during that week of when the voting is open so you can so your voice can be heard and so the academy can Academy can realize, just look at it, and see all that. That's all. That's what the Academy is want. They, they, the Oscars. It's also, um, I think it might be uh, called like the People. No, it's not the People's Choice. It's a different one. But the Oscars, the Academy, the Oscars. It. I think it might be the People's Choice Awards. I think I could be wrong, but I think it's the Oscars. I think it just might be called the Oscars now, but if there any of those movies that you hear, um, I've seen a few of those. I've seen, I think, the Best Picture, one of the Best Picture nominees, um, Black Klansman. That was hilarious, and it was really good. I really loved it. Um, there was a few movies I might uh, consider watching. Uh, I usually try to watch every single Best Picture movie. Uh, if like if it was if it was nominated for Best Picture, I will watch it to see which of those movies should be nominated or should win. Yeah. Um. What else? Um. Oh. Okay. Before I get to the cool tech thing, I'll talk a little bit about what TV show I've been watching. Um. Well, The Flash just aired yesterday. Oh, so good, so good. If you haven't, if you're not a fan of The Flash, or haven't, if you're not watching The Flash TV show, please just give it a shot. It's really good. Start from season one, go. I know there's gonna be some seasons that will try to steer you away, but keep it, keep up with it, because this current season oh it's the best i don't know what they're gonna do with the next season but oh it's so good um roswell new mexico it's an it's a new show which is it's really good of how they're uh, executing it really good um the magicians is going to be airing tonight on sci-fi which i will be watching it uh season five I believe, and that the trailers for that look fantastic. Cause from season four to season five, the end of season four was just it was like a, my, my mind just turned to mush. Like it was that good. It's like I want more. It was so good. It, like if you want something, if you're into a show or into like magic and um, uh, myth mythology and. Uh, Greek mythology, I think that's in there, but anything like that, they kind of like take magic, mythology, a little bit of like religion, and they jam pack it into one thing in a cool way, in a cool way, and into set into current time. 
which is really, it's really fantastic how Sci-Fi uh, does the original show. So good. Um, I want them to keep on remake doing The Magicians because it's so good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what, where they're going to take it with the season 5 because each season they keep on going a different direction and I'm just like, what? What? Where are you going with this? Which, it's really good. I just watched... Um, on Netflix, it's, um, it's not meant for all audiences, but, um, I finished Future Man. Good, if you, if you're more into that funny future time travel, um, it's kind of like the Orville and time, and a time travel show, like the, the, the crude, funny humor that you get with the, with the Orville, Take that humor and with time and put time travel into it. It, it. It's the mind behind like if you like um, Family Guy and South Park, I think yeah it has those that kind of funny into it. Um, or if you like anything that um, uh, what's his name? I forget his name, but it's really good. It's really it's really. It's just that uh, gringy kind of funny to where um, you shouldn't laugh at it, but you end up laughing at it. It's that kind of funny. Like, like should I be laughing at this? Anyway, I'm going to laugh at it. it it's that. Um, and I saw this um, new thing. Uh, I discovered this new show. I think it just... Um, I think it came out this month, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe last year, towards the end of last year, but it's uh, called Sex Education. It's a Netflix original. It's, it's more for mature audience. It's literally for mature audiences. So do not watch it with your kid right next to it because there's going to be. It's in the title, Sex Education. There's going to be sex scenes everywhere. But it's also that um, teenage rom com, romantic comedy kind of. Um, I was Netflix suggested it to me, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I ended up really, really liking it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Netflix, you know me, you just know me. But yeah, just if you're really uh, hesitant on watching, if you have Netflix and you're really hesitant on watching Sex Education, just bite the bullet. And watch that first episode, and it'll keep you coming back for more. You'll keep on wanting to watch more of it. Um, that's the only thing on Netflix right now that I'm watching. I'll probably continue watching a little bit more. I'm trying to uh, get my money's worth out of Netflix right now because Netflix lower your prices. <laughs> but that's why I'm watching a lot of Netflix content. I'm really close to just canceling it. But yeah. Um, the Supergirl um, was on Sunday. Uh, mostly all the CW shows, mostly all the shows, all your favorite shows um, that are dur- that air during the spring uh, should be coming back this week, or th- should have already been back this week because we're in the middle of this week. So the week for TV starts on Sunday. Shocker, yeah, I know, but it starts on Sunday. And then it goes all the way till Saturday. So, uh, if your favorite TV show has not started, 
it most likely will uh, be towards the end of spring. Because there's a few shows that um, they start in the fall, but they take a big old break until after spring. That's the network uh, putting on the, in a different show in that time slot to make sure that one show ends. It's the timing thing, whatever. Um, yeah, it, most of my favorite TV shows are coming back this week back from their break and then they will end which they'll have a few episodes a few few more episodes before the finale and then I will get some to my other new TV shows that are coming back and I can't wait uh, I think Man With A Plan is coming back uh, not this week but it's coming back and I can't wait because I love it I love that show it's so funny um yeah, the, I, I, just, I watch a lot of TV shows. Uh, so, why I watch a lot of TV shows is you can learn a lot from TV shows. <laughs> Seriously. I've learned so much from TV shows. Uh, not, not the fact that I take everything so literally from the TV shows I watch. I just simply uh, take it and see what this, like the story that they're trying to tell or the like the point they're trying to make across, I take that point, and I take it, and I take it with a little grain of salt, and I take the other multiple shows, and I take that out, and I'm like, oh, so that's how I should do that. Yeah, I've always looked to TV uh, for answers to some of my life's problems. I don't know why, but I've always done that. Same thing with movies. I don't know why. It's weird. I know that's not a not a good thing, but I just can't help myself. But yeah, um, the this is the the my the like the cool like the tech. Uh, I might. No, yeah, this is yeah the tech uh, that I kind of kind of drooled over this week. Um, this is not necessarily tech, but it kind of involves tech, cause um. It's more like a standard. It's called IMAX Enhanced. And I love IMAX so much. Uh, so when I heard this, I was just like, I screamed and I was like, yes! So basically, what IMAX Enhanced is um, you can get the IMAX experience at home. So. You would have uh, so your TV would have would have the IMAX picture quality. So you don't necessarily have to. So if a movie is IMAX enhanced, you don't. Uh, IMAX says you don't need the TV to be IMAX enhanced right now. The f the footage, the movies and all that can be IMAX enhanced because what happens is IMAX takes that takes it and fine tunes it to get the best quality picture uh, possible or what the um, what the director int originally intends so, so that's so that's just IMAX enhanced in general of you don't need the TV right now or the equipment to view it you'll just get a better looking picture uh, kind kind of a little bit better it'll just be better in general because um, it what happens is it they go in there fine-tune it to they bring up certain stuff and they just they fine-tune it like in what they actually do for IMAX um, but if you do get like 
uh, a, a TV that is IMAX enhanced, which it would be Sony TVs. Um, there might be a few other, but Sony right now launch partners. So when it launches, Sony will be on board. So its TVs and its projectors will be IMAX enhanced. Um, then you got your uh, receivers. Denon will be uh, IMAX enhanced uh, receiver. So it will have the qualifications for it. Pioneer, uh, Elite, Onkyo, uh, Morantz. Um, there's a few. There's a few. Uh, if you just go go into like Google and go IMAX enhanced, you can see the list of partners. Um, TCL uh, studio partners right now is Paramount and Sony Pictures, of course. Um, with the IMAX enhanced, it's the same framework that DTS has. So they're kind of partnered with IMAX, kind of partnered with DTS, and so DTS and IMAX. That's the the framework that IMAX Enhanced will have. So, DTS, I I don't know. I like Dolby Atmos, but I also don't mind DTS uh, X or whatever. Uh, I just know uh, most movies uh, now don't really um, advertise DTS X. They just kind of put that in the background, which I kind of like. I like when a movie doesn't like say oh this is Dolby Atmos this is Dolby Vision I'm like who cares I just like it I'm like do I get a good picture that's okay and DTS they can let they like to be in the in the background like oh yeah it's also certified for DTS or DTSX or whatever it's also certified that's what I like I don't like to be like in your face like even though uh, when you think of a good picture you always think Dolby Vision Dolby so the, I don't know if I, I'm, IMAX Enhanced will go any further since Dolby is such a big player in the home audio game. Like most people, when they create a uh, surround sound system, they create it to Dolby Atmos uh, enabled thing. And I, the only thing is, because uh, with IMAX Enhanced, they only go to 7.2 Dolby Atmos. You had to have a little bit more speakers because this individual speakers for Dolby Atmos uh, fire. They they actively track that object with the speakers. IMAX Enhanced it's more with the picture. The IMAX actually physically um, enhances the movie themselves so, and then distributes it. So. So if you have any Sony movies or Paramount movies, you will be able to watch it. And if you okay, if you if you say say you're like okay, that's great, cool. If you want to experience IMAX enhanced, or if you have one of those new TVs from Sony, or some of those that will have the IMAX enhanced or has the DTSS standard or whatever, or the IMAX enhanced standard, uh, well, okay. What app uh, will be um, will have this all the features for IMAX enhanced? Like, how can I experience this? Right now, there's um, uh, there's not too many f- um, filming, uh, not too many streaming services right now that are 
on board with IMAX Enhanced maybe once it gets more traction because right now you have to have a Fandango Now uh, account in order to uh, uh, to experience this IMAX Enhanced so I don't know um, I just download Fandango now because um, I have like one movie that was on Ultraviolet and Ultraviolet's on Fandango now and I have that one movie I'm like oh I have it and also Fan- Ultraviolet is also known as Voodoo so most of my movies are on Voodoo too so it's like they so I still get all my movie collection on, on Fandango now which is awesome so I will have all my huge library of 200 60 movies, 70 movies, um, I think it's 70, yeah, it gets a lot of movies, but most of those movies will be in IMAX Enhanced, some of them, mostly the Sony and Paramount ones, um, I think, I think, here's my prediction, I think the movies that are going to be IMAX Enhanced are the movies that were originally in IMAX. So if you saw that movie in IMAX or it was advertised in IMAX, it will most likely be IMAX enhanced. That's that's basically what what it what's what it's going to be in the long run. But yeah, um, yeah, that's my like technology because it, uh, it's it's IMAX. It's kind of technology, kind of movie. It's a, kind of like in my realm of movie technology. Yeah, I really love IMAX enhanced. I just like IMAX. What going to a movie in IMAX because that's the way the director initially think because IMAX is a different uh, aspect ratio. So it it'd be kind. It's going to be really uh, interesting to see what IMAX enhanced brings to the table, and if IMAX enhanced will partner with more with some of these bigger streaming companies like Hulu and Netflix. Like if they partner with Hulu, you, then you got your TV shows that will have IMAX enhanced and they will go in there and they'll fine tune it or if they partner with Netflix uh, which I highly doubt it because Netflix kind of goes with the Dolby Atmos but, uh, who knows we don't know we don't know exactly but IMAX enhanced maybe they should just partner with Hulu because Hulu has a good they're starting to get a good selection especially with the Disney Fox merger Disney owns a good portion of it and they're still, and Hulu's still going to contain most of the Marvel stuff. You got to think of that. It's still going to contain most of the Marvel and Disney movies, except, well, the movies that Marvel makes that are rated R will be on Hulu. It won't be on Netflix. It may, it may be on Netflix kind of for probably like a limited time, but Hulu it will live on Hulu like the Deadpool movies. It will be on Hulu instead of the Disney Plus. So if you, so if you're thinking that well, I like Disney movies, uh, should I get this Disney Plus? Well, I would say get this Disney Plus and get Hulu, and you get all your content. Because Hulu will get your content, and then you get uh, with Disney Plus all the Disney and Fox. I mean, every movie that Disney, uh, the studios, the studios that Disney owns. Those studios, of course, made rated R movies. All those rated R movies will be on Hulu, since Disney owns a big portion of Hulu. That's that's basically uh, that. Uh, I wish IMAX Enhanced would just uh, would be awesome if they 
partnered with Hulu. It'd just be so awesome. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't got anything else. Uh, that, that's, that's it. That has been your thing. Uh, yeah, that's been it. Yeah. I will see you. Or, yeah, I won't see you. I'll just, you'll hear me next week. Peace. The song of the week is Love's Just a Feeling by Lindsey Sterling featuring Rudy. Uh, download, add the uh, playlist on Apple Mu- my song of the week playlist on Apple Music to hear the many different songs of the week. Mm-hmm.